I am excited about this. So before we get into the show today, I want to tell you about a business that my dear, dear friend, Alicia Citro launched. It's called Thea Collective. So I want to ask you, do you have a business idea, but maybe you don't know where to start? Or maybe you've started your own business, but you know that there are still boxes that need to be checked off when it comes to really serious things like taxes, finances, legal protection, marketing, and so much more. So that's where Thea Collective comes in. So Thea is named after the Greek goddess of light, and it was created to light the path for entrepreneurs, specifically female entrepreneurs. So Thea has the community, the courses, connections, has all the things in one place that are going to help every entrepreneur quantum leap and avoid costly mistakes. I wish I knew about this years ago when I started my first business. So you're going to learn from experts across different professions, and you're going to get the blueprint you need for your business. So I want you to get your phone out right now. And open up your text and you're going to text B-I-Z, biz, to the phone number 949-577-8709. Or you can head to their website at thea-collective.com. That's T-H-E-I-A-collective.com to learn more. And there's an exclusive offer for you because you're listening right now. You can use code MAGNETIC for $50 off your course or community membership. So that's all caps, M-A-G-N-E-T-I-C. Thank you so much. Let's get into the show. It's Freestyle Friday. Coming in hot with quick shots of inspiration on a variety of topics. I don't know if I've ever been this fired up for an episode. You guys get get ready, buckle your seatbelts. This is, we got Wade Solo here today. But this episode is for Sandy. It's not with Sandy, but it's for Sandy. And this episode is for men stepping into your highest self as a king. But it's also for you women out there, you queens, who either have a man or ever plan on having a man. Or you know what? It doesn't just have to be a man-woman thing. It's going to be applicable to everything. But that's who I'm speaking to. This episode, I want you to like buckle up here. We're, we're going to get into it, but I was, it's the idea for this episode. It's kind of around Kings supporting their queen, putting wind in their sails, but then also stepping into what it looks like to be a man this day and age, healthy masculinity, stepping into your kingdom. But I, w- I did a Spartan race the other day and oh man, I did it with a few buddies. Shout out Matt and Adam. It was grueling. It was up a mountain in Big Bear, California, and I thought I was going to run it. It was 10K. You don't run up mountains, I realize. Like, I was trekking up. Oh, my gosh. It was physically challenging. And we are at that output level. You're almost like it's meditative. It's painful. I got my hands on my quads. I'm like trekking up, and it's just like I'm just focused on the next step, but you're almost like your mind is free. And this idea came to me, and I was just reflecting on Sandy and I, and I was reflecting on We were both, you know, separately, individually powerful in our own power, but together we are more powerful. But we've been together, you know, seven years. We've been married over three. And what I have realized to date, I haven't figured it all out. I'm figuring it out. But is me as a king, as a man, a big, big part of that is supporting my queen, is supporting Sandy, is putting wind in her sails. It's unconditionally loving and supporting her. It's saying, hey, babe, you want to go for this? And I did some of this struck me midway up the mountain. I was like, I got to do a video or something about it. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I got to do a podcast about this. And I want you to listen to this either with your man or send it to your man. Or if you're a man, send it to a buddy who needs to hear this. 
or send it to your wife or your girlfriend, whatever it is, send it to someone who needs this message or it would benefit from hearing it. But I want to share this. I want this message everywhere because a true king needs his queen and a queen needs their king. And as a king, you're not dominant. I unconditionally love and support Sandy no matter what she went for. I mean, if she was trying to do something crazy, I'd be like, babe, let's talk this through. But at the end of the day, I I trust her. And if you trust your queen, you support her in what she wants to do. I did a video on this the other day. Maybe she wants to become a yoga teacher. Maybe she wants to quit her job and just stay at home with the kids. Maybe she wants to build an empire and go build her own business. Maybe she wants to join a network marketing business. I have personal experience there. I promise you, and I joined Sandy in that network marketing business. And what I've seen is that I was one of the only guys. There wasn't a lot of guys. I wasn't the only one, but I'd go to events. I'd go to things. I was like the only guy. And you know what I've seen? Me standing there alongside my wife, alongside Sandy, support not only supporting her, I supported her in the beginning, the first six months of her business, and then I joined her. And in doing that, what I realized, wow, there's a lot of guys out there maybe that don't you know, want to be the breadwinner, like I hunt for the meat and I bring it home. And they, the, traditionally speaking, might not want their woman to go and succeed and maybe even bring in more than them or go do their own thing or chase their passion because it's like, whoa, 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 you stay here. No, no, no. You got it all wrong if you have any thoughts of that. I want Sandy to be wildly successful on her own. I want to do it together though too. And of course our male ego checks us like, whoa, I'm supposed to be you know, providing and all the things. You guys, we're not in the 1920s anymore. We're not. Women are dynamic. I work with mostly women. I, I like to consider myself still a man's man. You know, I want to be a beast. I think I'm a lion. I go to CrossFit. I like love broing out. I love football. I love competing. I got a big ego that I'm working on. I'm a shark, but I work with a lot of women. Women are more powerful leaders than men. Men can dominate more from a power standpoint, just physically, but our stature, our aggression, our competitive nature, our testosterone, our, you know, those things. We can physically, we can, you know, our, our leadership is more like I'm in control, I'm in charge, I'm powerful, I want power, and I know how to to build this. I know how to build an empire, whatever. Women are dynamic. Women, and I'm generally speaking here, there's women that their masculinity is more than their femininity. And there's men that their feminine is more dominates their masculine. That's not a good or bad thing. We all have seasons too. I have feminine seasons. I have femininity in me. I love skinny white jeans with rips in them. No, that's besides the point. But there's those masculine seasons, which I'm in right now is build, hunt, hunt for my family, build mode, lion mode. But then there's seasons of femininity, get in touch with who I am, with my heart, with what I want in life. Maybe it's more rest. Maybe it's more travel. Maybe it's more insightful. Maybe it's more peaceful. And women and men, we go through both of those cycles and stages. But a man, healthy masculinity, what a man is this day and age, what I see just from my perspective, you put wind in your queen's sails. So when I joined Sandy, I, I realized it opened up a whole new world. People were all of a sudden like, whoa, Wade's joining? He says master's in finance. He's a business guy. He's joining your network marketing, health and wellness business made of mostly women. Hold on, wait, what? Now, is that fair? No, it's the reality though. That's okay. But this is what I saw. All of a sudden, husbands, boyfriends were like, hey, babe, what's that you're doing? Oh, yeah, I want, okay, I support you. And, you know, I was able to trailblaze a little bit, and this isn't me trying to toot my own horn, but just my what I saw from just stepping in with Sandy alongside of her, she's the heartbeat. Our business, you know, 
if I was the heartbeat, it would look different. We need Sandy as the heartbeat. I'm there to support her, to build it with her, to build it in different ways. And we balance each other out well. But we realized that was an opportunity where we could change our life together and build something together. I always had a dream of building something with Sandy. I never knew what it was, but I loved people. I loved health and wellness. I loved business. I loved helping people get from point A to point B. And I realized this was it. I was scared because I was like, oh my gosh, it's like 90% women. But what if I had an opportunity to trailblaze a little bit, show men that, hey, at the very least, you can support your girlfriend or your woman or your wife in doing this business. And I'm just using this as a microcosm, as a story in our network marketing business, because it's a good example. This isn't a network marketing specific podcast episode. Um, This is just general in life. So whatever your woman wants to do, I want you to unconditionally support her. Because when you unconditionally love and support her, where she realizes, hey, I'm going to go for something I'm passionate about. And whether I fail or succeed, my husband, my man, my king is there for me. He's going to love me. He's going to pick me up if I fall. It puts wind in her sails. And it, it like, oh my goodness, your marriage, your sex life, your happiness will thrive. It thrives. Because we know as humans, and especially more empathetic, emotional humans, when we are chasing our passions, when we are working day to day in something we're passionate about, and we feel supported in that, oh my gosh, don't, guys, don't chase the money, chase your gift, chase your passions. Your passions are your gifts. That's a whole nother episode and topic. But the part one of this episode, and there's more to come, which I'm really pumped on, is putting wind in your queen's sails. That doesn't mean you're above her. Like she doesn't, she doesn't need it either. Some women are like, watch me. You don't believe in me? Watch me. As I take a sip of my Bulletproof coffee. Oh my gosh, by the way, have you guys had Comatier? This isn't an ad. I just love them. Comatier coffee. Check it out. C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R. I'll, I'll drop a link in the show notes actually. My friends started the company. I literally will only drink this. It's amazing. Yes, I, I still have, you know. Anyways. Back to the episode. <laughs> that was that was a, just an organic ad because I'm sipping my coffee. If you're watching this video on YouTube or on Instagram, you see me sipping. Hold on. Out of my Papa Bear mug. I got my girl dad hat on. By the way, being a man, what I view as being a man, yes, I love being physical and alpha and you know fit and healthy and vital and have energy and a big dad energy. Oh my gosh, more on that. Guys, there's so many stories. Oh my goodness. Big dad energy. I have a company, LLC. I just opened big dad energy, LLC. More on that. But uh, being a man for me, yes, is the alpha, whatever. Being a hunter, whatever. You know what it also is? Being tender with my six-month-old daughter, loving her, not being afraid to show my soft side of like how much I love her. Not being afraid to show my soft side of how much I love and adore my wife. Not being afraid to be like, my wife, a lot of times in our marriage, friggin' wears the pants because she's an absolute boss and I'm okay with that. Sometimes I'll rip the pants back from her. I'll say, babe, no, this is where I, no, this is where I wear the pants. <laughs> what if we both tried to put a leg in? That would probably be tough. But it's loving and adoring my wife. It's absolutely loving my family. Being a family man, being a good father and a good husband is at the, the t- pinnacle of being a man. If you're just out hunting, making money, and you aren't there for your wife and your kids, that's not a man. You're simply a provider. Now, hunting and providing, that's a part of being a man, but it's not at the pinnacle for me. It's not. Providing, I want to leave a legacy, that's for sure. But my legacy is going to be wrapped up in 
he was the best. He was the Tom Brady of dads. He was the best to ever do it. He was a friggin' the best husband ever. He provided too. He left a legacy. Oh my gosh, he's leaving real estate and all these investments and his assets behind for generations to come. Oh my gosh, he created companies and businesses that live beyond him. Like, whoa, this YouTube video can live beyond me as long as YouTube stays up. I'm, I'm looking to create a legacy for sure. I'm looking to hunt and bring home the meat and make money and be a savage in the marketplace. Yes. And I, what I realized though, being a savage in the marketplace is helping a lot of people. It's being outwardly focused. It's, oh my gosh, me going to make money is serving more people. It's not focused on me and the money that I get. It's focused on what solution can I provide in the marketplace? What gift do I use to go make that money, to go help more people, to go leverage myself, to impact way more people? But getting back to the point is, put wind in your queen's sails. I want you to call to action right now. You could pause this or after this episode, you have a conversation. You say, babe, what are your dreams? What's your perfect, what's your dream day look like? What are your dreams in life? Because you are an epic mom. You're an epic wife. I know you do a lot there. First, acknowledge her. If she's a, a, a mom, a wife, what, a girlfriend, whatever. Hey, you're doing a great job. And I know there's a lot on you. And especially if she's a mom. I know you carry more of the burden than me. Even acknowledging that is huge as being a man. Because even though I could put the same amount of time in 50-50 with Sandy, with our daughter Cameron, I'll never be able to do as much as she does. I'm not breastfeeding. Moms think differently. Their nurturing brain is wired differently than my dad brain. It just is. I've realized that in a short six months. Even though I want to be there and go 50-50, it's not 50-50. So acknowledging that is huge. Then ask them, what are your dreams? What's your dream life look like? Five years from now, if anything could happen, where would you want to be? What's your life look like? Ask them and then empower them. Say, hey, I support you. What, if you want to do that, yeah, of course you need to be smart financially in certain things. Of course you do. Of course you got to be the protector of your family, you know, generally speaking. Of course I'm the protector of our family as far as finances go. And that does, sometimes the, the woman is. It's just whoever's better at it, right? It's just whoever like owns that dominion, or maybe you both do. Sandy and I share everything, but I'm like, okay, babe, I got a pulse on, on the finances and everything for sure. This is not smart for our family. And I'll tell her that. And she might be like, what the heck? I uh, She's a big abundance mindset, but she'll get it eventually. And we, but we collaborate. Sometimes I stretch. I'm like, this is not smart on paper, but I believe in you and you're, we're abundant. You want to hire a $50,000 a year coach last year? Go for it. I supported her. At first, I'm like, babe, but I know it'll pay dividends. And guess what? On paper, it still hasn't made sense, but I know it will. But in empowering her and supporting her, she's like, she can do anything. And she would probably be the type to like prove me wrong if I didn't support her. But she is way more powerful when I put wind in her sails, when I support her, when she knows she has my unconditional love and support. So that's phase one of this episode, unconditionally love and support your, your queen, your woman, because every queen needs their king. But you as a king, you need your queen. Maybe more than she does. Maybe more than she does. I, it would be, I'd be hard-pressed to find a, a powerful man that doesn't have a queen right by him, keeping him in check, all the, all the things that is doing as much or more than him just overall in life. You know, it's not just about money or success or anything. Overall in life. <laughs> Women probably do more in this life than men in a holistic view. Next segment, let's talk about being a man. Let's get into that. 
I got this from Jordan Peterson and it was brilliant. And it was something I always thought and knew, but I didn't know how to express it. So he's helped me verbalize this. A good man is a very dangerous man. A very dangerous man. A good man is not a contained, domesticated, you know, weak man, yes man, whatever. A good man is a very dangerous man who has his violence, who has his danger under voluntary control. A good man is a beast who has it under voluntary control. And a good woman wants to help shape and control. Uh, Women don't want a, a domesticated man. They want a beast, but they want to help shape and mold him to bring it under voluntary control. That doesn't mean you're, you know, you're smacking people around and stuff. You know what I mean? When I say a dangerous man, I mean, wow, they, they're a beast. They could go out and do anything. Maybe it's physically. A part of being a beast is being what a man looks like. Do you guys realize our ancestors were all like, you know, the hunter-gatherers? They were all jacked walking around. Maybe not jacked, but you know what I mean? Lean, fit, physically appealing. Like that's women's nature. They want that. And same thing with women. Men want that. Think about when we were all hunt, eating foods from the earth, walking around hunting, gathering, like a lion's body, it, you st- a lion starts as a cub. Its body is shaped because it loves the hunt, not because it eats the meat. That'll help, but not because it eats the meat. A lion's body is shaped because it's on the Sahara running around for days even at times going to hunt its prey and bring it home to its family. It's the hunt, it's the journey that shapes the body. And I'm talking about the body, but I mean everything. I mean life. You're a dangerous man when you're on the hunt, when you're physically fit, when you're stepping into your vitality. So, hey, if you aren't there yet, it's time to get your health in check. And I'm going to provide a solution at the very the third phase. We're in the second phase of this episode. I'm going to provide a solution in the third. A good man is a dangerous man who has under voluntary control. That's your physicality and your health, for sure. That is your ability in the marketplace to hunt and provide and bring home. That is your ability within your family, not just to provide, to be a lover to your wife, to love your your children, to love them all unconditionally, to support them, to put wind in all of their sails, to be present. A dangerous man is also a loving, empathetic man who's present at home. That's the voluntary control. You have it under involuntary control if you're addicted to porn, you're gambling, you're boozing a lot, you're just go out and party to, you know, wash away things. Hey, I love to party and drink sometimes too. Do you have it under voluntary control though? If not, and I know there's genetic components to this, which I do not struggle with, so I cannot relate as much. I've seen it, but it's not my life. But you got to get those things under voluntary control. Let's actually go into porn. It's dangerous for men. I heard Jordan Peterson say this too. Now with the internet, a young man has the ability to see more attractive naked women in an hour than most men or grandfathers did in their lifetime. In one hour. How dangerous is that for our psyche, for our male ego, for just being a man? It's just right there. There's no we even hunt for it. There's no dating. It's just right on our phone. Challenge do you go on a 10-day 14 day, 14 days, no porn. Some of you are like, I already do that. Some of you are like, fuck, I'm on it every day. A dangerous man has under voluntary control. You are not dangerous. You're just wild if you're frigging always on porn and it's making you soft in bed too. 
Because all of a sudden you have these crazy ideals of what sex is because it's cinematic on wherever you're looking at. Now we're, we're getting into a wild part here. Make sure you're not listening with your kids. But this is important. This doesn't get talked about. 14 days, no porn. A good man is a dangerous man who has it under voluntary control, but can go out where if his family need to be protected, you better believe beast mode, it's on. He's dangerous. He knows exactly what to do. 14 days, no porn. So get, get those addictions. What are you addicted to? I'm addicted to CrossFit in the gym. I think that's a healthy one. I'm addicted to competition. I think it's relatively healthy. It's not perfect, but can, like if you have that type of personality, channel it into things that make you better. Get addicted to growing yourself. Get addicted to listening to podcasts. Get addicted to doing something like surfing in the morning or meditating or reading or CrossFit or working out or something. Like Working out is a great one because it gives you that hit, that endorphin, that drug the natural drug in our body. So if you're addicted to something, go go put it into working out. You'll get addicted to that. You just got to show up, show up, show up. So are you a dangerous man? Would you say I'm a dangerous man? It's in this day and age, we've been all been domesticated, right? I was taught, okay, I got to be successful. I got to go to college. In college, in school, in traditional schooling, we are trained. We are literally molded and trained to be really good employees, to follow, you know, in footsteps, to do the standard, to do the norm, don't step outside of it, go be a really good employee, you probably have student loan debt. Now, this is what I did. This is my story. Go into finance, make some money. I was balling. I was making really good money. I was spending it all. I was getting taxed up the wazoo. I didn't have anything to show for it other than the car and the, the nice apartment. I was renting. I would wait for my bonus at the end of the year to pay off my credit card and I have to start all over again. And I was on a fixed income so I couldn't even go hunt, really. It's like, oh yeah, I got to work hard and climb the ladder, but I wasn't, I wasn't on the hunt. So in school, we're trained to be employees. And then I get to a desk and I'm working there way more than nine to five, finance world, Wall Street type world working in Boston. And I'm getting domesticated. I'm just getting trained. I'm getting conditioned. Like, okay, I wake up, I rush to work. I have no time for me in the morning. I start blasting out emails and calls and whatever. Maybe I take a quick break, hit Instagram for the dopamine hit. And then I'm working during the day and I'm sitting at a desk and I'm bored because most workers, they don't, you don't work eight hours a day. Come on. You're so bored. You work eight hours a day. You work 12 hours a day. If you're passionate about what you do, I worked like four hours a day. I realized if I really thought about like, okay, from nine to five, how many hours am I actually spending doing work? Probably like half the time. That's an American employee too. It's because we're literally just doing it to pay the bills. You're not a dangerous man if you're just bored as shit at work and you're just like doing it just to pay your bills and like have the white picket fence and the house and the whatever and you can retire in your 60s with your 401k. That's not a dangerous man. That's not a good man who has, you know, his danger under voluntary control. You got to like show up. You, you, and you know what? Maybe you got to do that. Maybe you're like, this is what I got to do, Wade. Well, then sh- when you show up and get home, you're, you are loving, you're there, you're present, you're happy. The key is like living into your truest expression, your highest self, where you don't feel like, damn, I just, I got to do this and that. I'm just sludging through life kind of. Because you know what? Women don't want that. Wh- Beauty and the Beast, perfect analogy. The woman wants the beast. They just want him to kind of trim up, throw the the jacket on, learn to dance, whatever. They want the beast. And to be domesticated a little bit, but that's not the right word. 
to get under voluntary control. They want the beast inside, even maybe the look, but they want to kind of help shape and mold him into a great husband, great father, a great person. So we're not just there. Guys, men, if we were just like single bachelors our whole life, think about it. We just, we'd be savages. We wouldn't clean our house, really. We would just, you know, we'd be all over the place. So we need to be, you know, tamed a little bit by, by women. This might trigger some people. Let me know if this triggers you. I'd love to open up the conversation. That's not my goal. Hold on. Another sip of my coma here. Mm. Fire. I'll never go back. Throw some bulletproof MCT oil in there. Oh my gosh. Okay. Part two. Yeah. Part two. Phase two. Becoming a, a dangerous man. Be dangerous in your home in a good way, in a loving way, with your heart. Be dangerous with your heart. Be dangerous in the marketplace with your skills and abilities and your drive. Be dr- dangerous physically and in your health. Be dangerous and like, I show up for me because you know what? When I'm healthy and I'm vital, I feel good. I'm more self-confident. I'm balling then in the marketplace. I'm showing up better. People are more attracted to me in every which way, not just sexually. My wife is more attracted to me because she sees me going after it. And I feel I'm, I have more energy to play with my kids and bring them to soccer on the weekend and all the things and maybe wake up early and get a workout in or wake up early and read and meditate. Like, be dangerous. Let's go into part three of this this episode. I'm on a never-ending you know, hunt and journey to become the best man that I can be. I feel really good about where I'm at, but I'm excited about where I'm going. Matthew McConaughey said, who's my hero? It's me five, 10 years from now. I'm competing with him because I'll never catch him. Because when I'm, I'm 33 right now, when I'm 43, my new hero will be me when I'm 53. Who can I be then? And it's being in the present and being proud of who I am but kind of going after that next level version of me continuously. And so I'm always looking to level up and I realize I have a calling, I have a gift on my heart that I've been bestowed with to rally men, to bring men together. I realize I want to empower men to go out in the world and be this because you guess what too? The weaker men are, the weaker society gets too. Men are a big part of society. Yeah, we're 50% about the population But when there's weak men everywhere, it's not good for the world. We need dangerous men who have it under voluntary control. And I want to promote that. I want to foster an environment for that. I want to create that space. So this has been on my heart for a while, and I've kind of, you know, dropped hints here and there, but I'm going to put together my my first men's retreat. I have a feeling this will be a biannual thing. There'll be twice a year. We're going to do this, maybe a spring and a fall. The first one's going to be this October, November. I don't have the exact dates yet, but it is going to be an epic men's event. It's going to bring men together and we're going to be men, but we're also going to dive into what it means to be a dangerous man having under voluntary control. There's going to be four pillars, health, wealth, love, and happiness. It's going to be four days. Each of those days, there's going to be a focus on one of those, maybe first day's health, second day's wealth, third day's love, fourth day's happiness. We're going to do all four of those every single day where there's going to be some routines and structure. We're all going to be morning routine. I haven't d- dialed in all the details yet because I'm putting it out there. I'm going to start talking to people. I want you to send this episode to, to men in your life or a man in your life and be like, you need to listen to this. I want to connect you with Wade because I'm also going to start to build out the first few like VIP members almost of this retreat, the first few people, I want to be a part of bringing it to life. Pick, we're going to all come together and pick the dates. I'm going to, I'm going to lead it. 
when multiple people are in charge, everybody dies. Will Smith's dad said that. So I'm going to be the general on it. But I also want people, leaders, men in my life who are going to be there, and I have a few in mind, that are a part of the process in bringing this to life. Whether it's bringing other guys in, whether it's picking the compound, we're going to get a compound. I'm thinking initially it's going to be in Joshua Tree, somewhere deserted. This is a desert in California. There's a different energy and mystique there. It is like nowhere I've been. It has its own energy and it's open spaces vast enough where it's like, we're not near the city. We're not near things. We're unplugged. We're there as men for four days together. I'm going to rent a a compound. It's going to cost me, I don't know, tens of thousands of dollars probably. But I have a huge vision for this. This is going to be the first one. This is going to grow into like hundreds and hundreds of men. It'll start with dozens. Actually, I might start with like there only being 12 spots. And if it gets way over prescribed, subscribed, maybe we'll bump it up to 20, but I want to keep this one intimate, the first one, and learn because I'm going to put on this the first time I do it. It's going to be absolutely epic, but we're going to learn so much from the first one. And what it's going to be is that health, wealth, love, happiness pillars. We're going to leave more dangerous men who are analyzing these components of our life and coming out better. It's going to be part coaching, business coaching, life coaching, health coaching. Like people are going to leave with better ideals and ideas to be a beast in their health, in the marketplace, in their wealth, how to invest. I'm going to be bringing other people. I don't know everything. I'm going to be bringing in big time investors, my CPA who knows so much. And like, you are going to leave the, my goal is for the ROI, the return on investment. What you're going to spend on this weekend is going to be so small compared to what you get out of it that you, you're going to be like, I have to tell everyone needs this and we're going to expand and then make it hundreds of people and it's going to be epic. But I want to have some founding members. I'm thinking I only want to open 12 spots to start because I really want to drive home a ton of value. I'm going to bring my business coach in, Coach Neil, because he, he coaches even better than I do and differently than I do. I'm going to bring in breathwork specialists. We're going to be doing yoga and HIIT workouts in the morning. We're going to be doing breathwork. We're going to be doing ice baths. I'm going to bring in these experts from every area. I'm going to bring in my infinite banking guy to talk about the best investment vehicle I know. I'm going to bring in my CPA. I'm going to bring in coaches. I'm going to bring in these epic people who have added a ton of value to my life and other people's lives to kind of train us in certain areas. But then what? There's also going to be that camaraderie. We're not going to just be sitting down training the whole time. We're going to start with a morning routine. We're going to go through it. We're going to get our bodies and minds primed for the day. We're going to learn about health. I'm probably going to bring in chefs. We're going to all be at this compound together. Everyone's going to have their own bedroom. It's going to be in the desert and Joshua Tree, likely. We're going to go on hikes. We're going to compete. There will probably be a full-blown competition day where we're physically and mentally competing with not just like races, right? Not just sand a sandbag carry, but maybe there's like a chess-type component where you got to think mentally. There's going to be everything a man wants. Competition, camaraderie, growing into that, that next-level version of you, that beast that dangerous man, that beauty and the beast that is bringing it under voluntary control, but kind of bringing out that lion in you. I haven't named it yet. It might be elevate elevate your masculinity, something like that. Um, I'll figure that out. But moral of the story is I'm opening up. I want to start these conversations with these first 12 founding members to really talk through it, bounce it off of you. You can be the first one to get in. This is also going to be premium. I'm talking. This is going to cost thousands of dollars. This is not like, oh, $300, come on down for the weekend. No, like I want to have black car, limousine, or actually probably party bus, like big thing where everyone flies in. We all take this big 
you know, transportation all out together. You guys, I also have dope music. We're going to be bumping. We're going to have some great music. And we're going to all go together to Joshua Tree, to our compound. And then it's going to be, hey, guess what? You know, phones, of course, we're going to be able to check in with the wives and everything. But like, those are kind of to the side. You're here. You're unplugged a bit. FaceTime your daughter. Yes, of course. Of course we're not taking phones. There's actually definitely going to be no porn in those four days. That's for sure. There's going to be no alcohol, no drugs, nothing like that. We're going to be focused. It's going to be four days. It's going to be an intensive, but you're going to come out a beast. You're going to come out and you won't just become a beast in four days, but that match is going to get lit in your soul where you're like, I'm a beast and I'm channeling my beast and I'm in hunt mode. Let's go. I'm going to level up every area of my life in health, wealth, love, and happiness. So this episode started as a king unconditionally loves and supports his queen, puts wind in her sail, says, what do you want to do? I want you to do that. I support you. Go for it, babe. Maybe you go do it alongside her like I have with Sandy. A queen wants a beast who has it under voluntary control. A good man is a dangerous man who has it under voluntary control. That's part two. And part three is let's become even more dangerous and step into beast mode together. Let's elevate our masculinity, our manhood. Let's come together as brothers. Let's be I, only, I, I got 12 people I want to start this with. I might expand it up to 20 or 24. But where I want to get on the phone with you and talk through this and you to be one of the founding members, I want five years from now you to be like, yo, you see that elevated masculinity retreat? I was one of the first 12 members. That's what I want. I want ambassadors. I want to do this together. I want partnerships. There's going to be sponsors. There's going to be people sponsoring it. Like my CPA, for example, he's like, hell yeah, I'll sponsor that. I'll probably have him come speak. I'll fly him out. And eventually I want this to be so premium. We're flying on a jet somewhere like Whistler and we're going out and it's going to be a four day boom, epic experience. Like that's where it's going. it's starting in Joshua Tree in the desert. You got, you can't afford to miss this. This could be, I haven't figured out the exact price yet. Whatever the amount of thousands you spend is going to be so worth it. And this is something I'm passionate. This is something where I am working in my gift, in my calling and when I do that, the money will come. I'm not here focused on like, how much money can I make off of this? I'm focused on, I'm going to add so much fucking value. Excuse me. I, I don't know if that gets bleeped out or not. That people are going to be like, you got to get to this. This is absolutely epic. And the money will flow in. The money will come. I'm not even focused on the money. I'm focused on adding so much value and living and working in my gifts and my talents knowing that that the abundance comes from that when you're flowing and working in your gifts and your talents. And you guys, this is one of like five things I do, but I'm going to put my all into it. What I realized is I thought I could only put my all into one thing. I'm in a stage of life where I got a lot going on. I'm a new dad, my husband, it hits different. You know, your marriage shifts when you have a kid. I'm a businessman. I have multiple businesses. I'm always focused on my health. It's a standard of mine and my fitness doing these races and stuff. I just did an Ironman a couple months ago. I'm not going in all in on one of those. I'm going all in on all of them. So I promise to give you my all on that. Anyways, call to action. Share this with a man in your life who needs to hear this or a woman or a woman who knows a man who needs to hear this. I want this to, I, I need this message to spread to people. I need men to hear this message. Gosh, I'm so, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do after this. I might have to go like, back squat to get all this energy out, like use it somewhere. I'm just fired up. 
Anyways, thank you guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate you for sharing this. Tag me in it. Tag me in your takeaways. Share it. I want to know your feedback. Send me a DM, Wellness with Wade on Instagram, and just say, oh my gosh, thank you. Or this is my takeaway. Or if this triggered you in any way too, be like, yo, bro, what, what's up with this? Like, I want to hear that too. But anyways, thank you guys always for sharing, for tagging us. I appreciate you. Appreciate you tuning in and listening. Look forward to connecting. Are you a network marketing professional? If so, look no further than the 90 Day Habits Planner just launched specifically for you to build out, to visualize, to game plan your next 90 days, your next quarter in your business. Pair it with the 90 Day Habits Journal and your business will be unstoppable. Lean into both of those resources and you will feel unstoppable in your business. Check it out at 90dayhabits.co, that's .co, and use code GETTINGMAGNETIC15 for 15% off. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.